Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This. I am your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm your other host, Aliyah Rahim. All right, we're here to get in together with some new topics. Yeah, lots going on. We took a little bit of hiatus last weekend. Sorry about that. Our parents were in town. Had to show them the city. Had to show them Brooklyn. Broadway. Champagne, Times Square. Fort Greene. Brunches. A lot of the time at Fort Greene. It was real adult of us. Yeah, it was. And I think like my parents were like, why don't you live in this part of Brooklyn? I know. Unfortunately, we live... All right, it's back Bushwick. to Bed-Stuy with you. Yeah. <laughs> back to the Bushwick Bed-Stuy border. But now we're back with some brand new topics. A lot of things to discuss. We got a new segment of How Are You Still Famous? I'm loving this segment. I and know. this one's going to be pretty good. It's He's a... Uh, just to tease you a little bit. Just, just a to, little just, just a little tease. Just don't, don't. As a treat. Just to keep you listening for the whole full hour. Uh, he's someone that we talk about a lot. We're, We're not cons- a full hour. Yeah, 45 minutes probably. We got to get back to watching the island. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting good, people. It's getting really good. Um, but yeah, this this the person on the docket for How Are You So Famous? He's a goodie. Um, lots an oldie what a good an oldie what a good lots of material to work with Hell yeah um lot. yeah okay so, but before we get to that let's do a little like uh what are we gonna call this hot, it's not quite hot topics not quite hot topics. a spitfire yeah. um what's uh, what's happening in the world right just now just kind of feel them like kind of like what we're thinking about what in we're our talking cor- about in our corner of the world yeah um so what i mean what's you been watching on the tv lately Besides um, Love Island. What have I been watching on the television? I mean, I just discovered Law and Order through the Sundance Well, app. yeah, That's been a game changer. That's been a huge but game changer. In terms of television made the century, high fidelity <laughs> yeah. is like... I'm, we, that We've been spending a lot of time with Hulu lately, and this is not sponsored by Hulu, but if they would like to be sponsored... Not yet. Yeah. They can definitely get in our DMs. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I... Like, a, I never go to Netflix anymore. I know. Um, but I do want to kind of... Well, we did just watch P.S. to all the boys. I love for. I guess oh, we yeah, just were true. watching Netflix. But, like, if we go to Netflix now, it's for something very specific. Like, yeah. I'll never go to Netflix to, to peruse. Oh, my God. There's just so... Too much. It's too much. It's hard to navigate. If I go into Netflix, like, literally just looking for something to watch, I, I get annoyed. Out. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Unless I'm just like, okay, they need to fuck it, I'll just watch Gilmore Girls. There. Yeah. By now... They should be able to curate my profile. It should be so much better. Like, I they know. should just have what I, like, typically would go to. Like, now I have to even... The other day, I wanted to watch an episode of The Office. I had to search The Office. Like, Netflix, do you know me, love me at all? Or I mean, not? when the Taylor documentary came on, we had to search it. It wasn't that even... Was it wasn't on my home screen. Do you know me at all? Are my machines listening to me or, or not? not? What's the because point? Because if you were, like... Right. I would never have to search for Miss Americana. Never in my life. Um, that was a circle. But Hulu anyway, is coming. Hulu's coming. I was correct. even watching Hulu last night when I got home from work. I put on my best. They had my best friend's wedding on Hulu. Incredible. And I was like, oh, yeah, you do were I want to watch Julia Roberts in her prime? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. She is still in her prime. I know, but that's like, it's an iconic Yes, role. it is an iconic And I mean, role. Cameron Diaz. I mean, it's. Right, 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 right. She's great. And it's such a good movie. Yeah. Not um, so, and then with little fires too. Ooh, yeah. Hulu's really bringing it. Yeah, and they brought it with high fidelity. Mm-hmm. High fidelity, which is based off of the book, based off of the movie. Well, I'm sorry, based off of the movie, based off of the book. Yeah. 
um book by nick hornby which is i think like uh late night 90s and then they made the movie with john starring john cusack the one and only man of my dreams uh early 2000s high fidelity a cult classic incredible one of my favorite movies and then they have reboot so now they have rebooted it for the 21st century year 2020 the genders have flipped so the character rob played originally racial dynamics and the racial dynamics i mean a lot has flipped i mean are you afraid to talk about race listen can we talk or can we talk I'm I'm not afraid to talk about race. Okay, I'm afraid of a lot of things and race. Are you afraid to talk about the racial dynamics of high fidelity? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Uh, so sorry, they have flipped the race and the gender, um, and the sexuality. Yeah, I was just about to say, and there's queerness. It is fully 2020. Yeah, <laughs> up in this piece, and it's moved from Chicago to Brooklyn, Crown Heights specifically. Uh, oh, so they're uh, they're in Crown Heights. Yes, I told you that. A I thought times. you said they were in Williamsburg. They never said that. Okay. Would never say that. That's weird because I literally have been wondering what Did I not tell you I walked by the set over the summer? No. Oh, wait, you did. Didn't you see her and shit your pants? No, I wish I had. Okay. Someone that, that I knew who was living in Crown Heights did see her, I gotcha. think, once. Um, but anyway, so the okay, character. That makes sense for the neighborhood. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, so the character. Of Rob, originally played by John Cusack, is now played by Zoe Kravitz, one of my dreams. She's so good in that role. She's really She's good. She's so good. Like, this girl is like, because it's like, I like how it's like very seemingly obvious kind of like clout casting to to cast Zoe Kravitz as this like cool tattooed. Record stone owner. But, but the fact, owner. yeah. So it's yeah. like kind of obvious in terms of like her brand and how she wants to be perceived but she's actually a very nuanced layered character and it's like okay zoe and she's bringing depth to mm-hmm. it i think yeah yeah like the character is flawed yes very. The that we just watched yeah really complicated mm-hmm. um sometimes you don't like her like i last episode Certainly. i sort of did not like her yeah um, it's not like, yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of just like one dimensional, very like, okay, mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz playing a cool girl. Yeah. Which she's played a thousand times. Yeah. But it's actually really, really good. Like, I can't wait for season two. Me too. And I, I've liked that, like, it's taken just enough from the book and the movie where you're like familiar with it, but it's totally gone off and like created its own world and done yeah. its own thing like i think by now like i think the first half of this there's 10 episodes i would say like the first five episodes are really drawn from the book and the movie mm-hmm. and now it's kind of they've done a good wor- job of like okay so but there's so much more to tell and we're gonna take that t- like tell that story mm-hmm. and i like the other characters that they focus on like so the two friends in the in the movie are john cusack just like other straight white dude friends um but in the show one of her friends who's like the original jack black character is a black woman um and then the other one other one of her friends who's played by an actor that never did anything really else after high fidelity so i don't know his name but um he's a he's a gay guy yeah. he, i mean he's white but not that we have he's cool that he's and like yeah. and they focus on his love uh his love life as well yeah i hope we get to see more of sharice's like love we, life at some point i think we will yeah 
I think there's so much more to Sharice. I think, yeah, like, definitely. You know, no spoilers. So if you have not watched episode nine yet, pause or fast forward for a second. But like, I think just like her working in the hotel was just like a little tip of like, yeah, okay, there's Charisse, more to like, her. Mm-hmm, like the whole thing, like with the band yeah. and all that stuff. Like, I can't wait to get to know Sharice more. Me too. Me um, too. Yeah, but the show's just like incredibly funny and sm- yeah. and like smart and and just really well casted. Like, I really, really well like. I wouldn't even mind like an episode like about Mac. Oh yeah, me too. You know? Who plays like her ex fiance in the. Yeah. Um, in the movie and i i think that they've done a good job with like i think like with the music because it's like she's a record store owner a big part of it is like top five like she goes through her top five heartbreaks and it's a play on like your top five all-time favorite records and they've done a good job with the music of like not hitting you like she's supposed to be a snob but like i think they have fun with it. They have fun with it, and they don't make you. They don't like, make you feel like you're not included in yeah. it. Yeah, and that like you can't, yeah, be a part of it. Right. Um. And another thing, oh, because it kind of seems like the kind of music lover she is is similar to the kind of music lover you are in the sense that like she appre- she can appreciate all music. Like I actually hate music snobs because like there is fun yeah. to be had in music. Yeah. And I feel like you can be super knowledgeable and love records and know the history of punk and all that stuff and still like the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, like, definitely. And I feel like they do that. They, they like do pop. That. They have yeah. fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I feel, the other thing I was like worried that they were going to do that was going to be like unattainable is the fashion. Because oh, yeah, but the fashion's realistic. Yeah, it's so realistic. Like so I Kravitz who like is this fashion icon. I yeah. was worried that, that they were gonna do it. It was just gonna be Zoe Dude, Kravitz. Right. But they really like no, this is a girl living in Brooklyn. For, like this girl is real. Yeah. Mm. And like the way she dresses is like very it's very certainly cute, cool. But it's so doable. Like it's you can so go to any doable. salvation army. And like what a, makes it cool and so un- unattainable is the fact that Zoe it's Kravitz is a hanger. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it's like but in terms of what she's yeah. doing and like, yeah, like the pieces are very casual. You, like, you know, the budget wasn't $2 million just for wardrobe alone. Right. I was going to read an article about the fashion, but I didn't because it had spoilers in it. Mm. But they talked, but like the like little piece I did read was that like they would, they actually went around to um, thrift stores in Brooklyn. Shocking. Yeah. And some pieces like actually came from Zoe's closet herself. And yeah. like, yeah, the fashion is just like really well done. Um, yeah, and like, yeah, she's, very chill. Yeah, very chill. She's yeah. not like in Marc Jacobs. Just, but it's like, just like Zoe just looks good. Yeah, you know, Zoe Kravitz is just that's like, like very so cool. much of her fashion is just yeah. like her existing. Yeah, definitely. She's a queen. She's a queen. We love her. Um, yeah, watch High Fidelity. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and I think that like the best like way to do a reboot is kind of just how you said. Like, they took from the movie, mm-hmm. and, like, the first few episodes were a lot from the movie, but it's, like, that you just use that as a springboard yeah. to, like, to elevate, like, this whole other world they've created. Yeah, like, and I think my other, th- like, hesitancy was, like, how are they going to make j- this character that John Cusack play, who's, like, kind of a dick, mm-hmm. certainly a misogynist, mm-hmm. and how are they going to take that, like, what, and that's, like, a huge part of his character, and, like, flip that for a woman yeah and they've done it really well because she is oh, kind of very much an well. asshole the episode we just watched was like that yeah personified. it was like yikes um and i also like the other thing is like her main love interest is also black yeah and i just feel like you rarely get to see two 
two black people uh characters falling in love and like fighting as yeah. as like young young millennial kind whatever. Just two black people existing. Well certainly, yeah. Like like it would have been so easy to make her main uh love interest white and they and they didn't do that. Like I feel like the only other comparison I can think of of like seeing two black characters in a relationship loving like, fighting and breaking up and getting back together is um insecure. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's like, yeah, there's a black character, but like their love, their interest is white yeah. or something else. So just like think watching episode nine where like she is getting in a fight with her love interest. Yeah, it was just refreshing to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also just like the flashbacks. and Yeah, like, the flashback of, of them together. being in love. Yeah. 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 It's really awesome. Yeah. It's a pretty important show, I think. Definitely. Yeah. I hope it gets more love. Oh, I think it will. Everyone I've talked to like loves it. Yeah. It's like going crazy. But a lot of people who I've been talking to who don't love something is me about Justin Bieber. <laughs> well, I think everyone's had it with him. I hope so. I was just because I was we were on I was on Twitter right before and I from like critics I like on I f- and I follow on Twitter, I've seen kind of a split of some being like, "Oh, the album's actually good," and then some being like, "Oh, it's actually trash." Yeah. So like I know like like Pitchfork, which isn't really that much of a surprise, but like Pitchfork gave it like a four point five, whatever. And I think wrong. Do you think that's a spot? A four point five is low. Oh, I thought it was out of five. No, it's out of ten. You can tell I am not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool, 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 cool. Uh, but no. It's so not. they bought that. <laughs> they bought that. <laughs> the music industry is a scam. Yeah, he really wanted a four by five for like his in street this podcast. We will uncover. <laughs> uh, My no. bad. My, sorry, sorry, sorry to this man. But yeah. I don't know your ratings. Don't know your ratings. Okay, so they gave. Okay, so that's pretty like, bad. Yeah, uh, and Rolling Stone didn't like it either. But then like. I saw a couple, like, I think, like, it got a good NPR or something uh, review or whatever. But anyway. Um, as we, the John Q. Public, can we listen to the album entirely yet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's out. It's out. It's yeah, I probably won't be getting to that in time. Yeah. I mean, I literally, like, when Yummy came out, I was, I, Justin Bieber is not my enemy. Right. So, like, if he came out with a bop, I have no problem bopping Justin Bieber. And when Yummy came out, I was like, oh, if this is cute, like, yeah. And I listened to it. I gave it a try. I danced awkwardly to it. I was like, yeah, she got that yummy. But never wanted to go back to it. And right. it's like. Yeah, I think, like, I tried giving. the uh, Yummy isn't terrible. But the word yummy being the, like, center piece of that song is i think was off-putting for a a lot of people yeah it's just kind of so gross and Mm. like i don't want to hear you talking about Haley baldwin beavers yeah he's giving me a lot of virgin energy a huge virgin energy and i don't need to convince us of your sex right we get it you know nothing's happening yeah um and like i tried listening to giving the album a shot i came in with open ears because um, likewise, like if it's a, if there are bops there, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll bop to it. I couldn't get through the, I got through the first six tracks and I could not continue. His voice to me on the album is like incredibly grating. 
all of the sonically all the songs just blend together i don't know why we're like oh justin bieber's making r&b like oh like he's really bringing r&b back what are you talking about yeah this sounds like pop music with the same black influences that he has always exactly. uh used and that all pop music music uses he, like he's not usher he's not like right. d'angelo like coming out here with an yeah. r&b album like i just think it's kind of crazy Pop music is r&b like that, everyone like, has already like established they're that. talking even saying that like black music is pop music and then yeah and then like the, the other like uh f- like press release focal point is that like oh he was like gone for so for like three he years disappeared, he disappeared yeah. and now this is like his resurgence disappeared i saw that promises, boy promises yeah i wish i saw yeah. that boy in brooklyn crying yeah. what are you talking about he disappeared he hasn't gone anywhere yeah he hasn't been making and that's what I'm saying. he hasn't been making music he has released uh there have he has had songs come out with between purpose and this album yeah he has not been gone entirely no he's not you know he just had a massive celebrity wedding right like which is like the complete opposite opposite of disappearing disappearing he published the photos they were on instagram he's not trying to hide from anyone and it's like you know he was just uh at sunday service today oh my god Kanye brought him out sunday service but it's just like that is just like okay the thing with Justin Bieber is that he's like trying to have this narrative that he was like this really destructive bad boy yeah. and he was really like raised by wolves, kind of dragged up, and now he's found God, he's gotten married, and he's like this man now. He's like this. It's like, okay, first off, I don't even need that from you. Right. First of all. And second of all, it's like there's a credit debit, like, balance that like i feel like celebrities need to have with their fans yeah and justin bieber for the past few years like i'm not a justin i'm not a believer i'm not a justin bieber fan but i if i were i would be really upset because all he's doing is negative 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 yeah crying over selena crying with Haley. it's his narrative is pretty dark mm-hmm. and he's not giving fans what they want which is like good music a happy story like he just keeps begging for people to stream his music, to stream his music, literally to forgive him and to tell everyone what a good person he is yeah. instead of just going out there and being a good person. Right. Stop asking your fans for favors and just yeah, put out good music right. and everyone will just love you. And no matter what your situation is, that'll be that you're just trying to make a narrative from something that isn't there's no there there. Yeah. And like the thing with like, like, stand culture and like and when you do stand somebody yeah you're right there is like this like credit and debit uh this transactional relationship yeah. happening certainly and you have to be fully aware of that and as a celebrity and pop star i don't expect him to give his fans full access to his life like nor should he i think that like that would be insane that and they shouldn't expect that from him either but i do think there's a certain level of like you should appreciate your fans and yeah. what they've done for you yeah. and like want to give back to them. I don't think he likes his fans. He, I don't think well, he likes his I think he's a dick. Yeah. I don't think he likes his fans at all. And I realized this when I, like when he had first released Yummy and he really wanted it to go number one mm-hmm. and it was going to get blocked by this song called The, Bo- the Box, which is by this like new up and coming 
uh, rapper. So it was like pretty shocking that this like new rapper was going to like block Justin Bieber. And it happens these days, like because just the way the climate is, Taylor Swift's uh, knee got blocked by uh, Lil Nas X. But um, he was like on like Instagram and things being like, I love you guys like so much. Uh, Just like, can you please like stream, please stream, um, please stream my song. Like, please. I just really wanted to go number one. Please, please, please. Like, I'm not like making it like I'm not exaggerating. He was literally begging Mm -hmm. his fans and then being like, I love you guys. I love you guys. I never see him saying that unless he's asking for something. Where's the private concerts? Right. The meet and greets. Yeah. You haven't been doing shit but running around with Haley for the past three years. Why don't you have fans like come have like a listening session like a recording session like people do right. like it's almost like it's crazy that like his career is honestly right now kind of flailing yeah because it's like all the tools It'd be are so there. easy it's so, it's so easy. easy scooter bond do you need me to take your job because it's so Seriously. easy it's like you're doing too much of, yeah. like literally the opposite of why you're famous. right just make good music Sometimes it is just as simple, simple as, that. as that. And like, yeah. you already have the celebrity. You already have but like right. what Sean Mendes probably wish he could have, which is why he's fake dating Camila Cabello. <laughs> yeah. Like pe- people to care about your life. Yeah. People right. Care about about like, his life. Your actual life. Yeah, so that's a like, good point. Tell us. Where's the story about you? Where's the music from Haley and you yeah. falling in love? Right. Oh, that's right. You don't write your own music. Right. So you can't really like, tell that story. And it's like also because it's like, I don't even care that you don't write your own music, but you have access to the best songwriters and they're still not coming up with anything. What's the writing camp looking like? Like it's, I don't know, empty or bleak. I don't know. It's like he, it to me, it's like almost like Justin... What's your taste in music? Like, yeah. what do you listen to? Well, he claims he just, like, really loves R&B, and that's all he listens to. He wants to be Chris Brown. That's really what it is. He wants to be Chris Brown. Does and Chris more Brown ways even want one. to be Chris Brown? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck that. Fuck right now. Okay, he wants to be Chris Brown. I don't even know what that means. Like, he wants to make the type of music Chris Brown makes. Then make it. Right. Who's stopping right. you? Right. You could literally go take Chris Brown songs. Yeah, like honestly, you could. And but the other part of this like marketing, uh, marketing plan that I if, is baffling to me is the role of of Haley Bieber Baldwin. Oh, I thought you were gonna say religion. Oh well, that too. But well, it's that, like, but Haley's a part of that. She's certainly a part of that. It's just so weird that she's, she's his Virgin Mary. Yeah, like she the way she's been used in this campaign to like to symbolize to us that like. He is worthy of our forgiveness. Yeah, because this girl who look at her like she's beautiful. She's a model. She's really nice. So like if she can forgive him after what she he did to her, shouldn't you guys be able to forgive him? And it's like, OK, first of all, and like, look, they're married. They're married. Like they're settling down like they're responsible. First of all, for me, when a 25 year old gets married, that is not a sign that they are doing well. That is a sign that there something is going has gone off the tracks that is a well when you get married after breaking up with your girlfriend of seven years that's a cry for help to me yeah Yeah. when you get when you get engaged to a girl but you spent that valentine's day with another girl that signals to me a red flag a serious cry for help and she's always talked about in like service of like what she is providing for him yeah it's always 
Haley like is she's just, a service dog. Yeah, Haley she like really makes is. sure he's taking his med. Haley does this for him. Haley does. It's like it's so weird and, and like clearly it this arrangement is working for her, but I and, and she is. I mean, it's done wonders for her career. Like no one gave a crap you mean gave about her one. Yeah, no one could care less about. The girl who literally got pushed out of the way at one point for Kylie Jenner. Yeah. And now. Like she wanted to be a model so bad and she couldn't make it. Yeah. She, and her job now is literally jo- Haley Bieber. Yeah. Haley Bieber, Bieber is a job. I mean, so for her, it is desert. I mean, I guess it's a win-win thing. Like, no, it is. He gets what he needs and she gets what he, what mm-hmm. she wants. But it's. But it's more of a business relationship. Oh, than absolutely. Like, then probably they even understand. Yeah. Because they're. They definitely but it's just like it is just like weird to see her like going along to like radio promo it's like why is your wife there like aren't yeah. you working like even like like a and not like, like there in the background no like fully there front and center yeah and not even in like like other pop stars who use their like wives like the jonas brothers who are just such wife guys now yeah who certainly put their wives front and center like mm-hmm. and it is definitely getting obnoxious at this point but uh uh, there is a line at some point like where they're not like always there like Priyanka and Sophie do have their own yeah, careers exactly and you know Dan Danielle's running Jersey so like she's exactly. busy running Jersey yeah okay so but yeah I don't know we'll see. I'm more, like he's definitely uh, he got number one the album went number one which was not a surprise I mean if you sell t-shirts with your album it's gonna go number one yeah but I'll be more interested. Yeah, yeah. But. And but it'll be more interesting to see how the record does um, in the in the forthcoming weeks to see if people if it continues to stay in the top ten. Okay. If people are going to continue to stream it after the initial like buzz and and bundles wear off, um, because on uh, Taylor, the Twitter Taylor Crave, which is just like a stan account, was mm-hmm. like they're in shade because. Um, Lover Taylor's album is number four on iTunes right now, and Changes is number five. And it was like, uh, this album's been out for eighty nine weeks, and it's like, <laughs> um, but that's funny. That's a little shade, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can even make it through a tour. Yeah, because he canceled the last one. How how far his love, supposed love for his fans, will last? Yeah, exactly. I just, like, wish that, like, I don't know. Instead of, like, trying to, like, sell us, like, the story of himself, I right. wish he would just, like, make Shut it. Shut up. Yeah. Then. Yeah. You know, if you want to stream a white uh, pop star making R&B music right now, stream my boy Charlie Puth. He's doing it. Seriously. That's, that's the king right now. So respect to Charlie Puth. Yeah. There's just so much um, better music out. Yeah. That's that. That's the T on that period. Okay, should we bring a little politics into this intersection of pop culture and yeah, politics? Yeah, we're going to change lanes real quick. We need to cleanse our palate cleanser, though. I don't know what that palate cleanser would be. So oh, let's just, just get, into, get the, into it. Well, let's get into the debates. I mean, we were talking about it on the way to working out today. Uh, Aaliyah is a famous misogynist, as we all know. <laughs> famous. Um, she doesn't believe a woman can be president. No. I'm obviously very, very, very much kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, I am actually kind of annoyed that 
I didn't see this past debate, but I did uh, go online like you told me to do, like a normal person, and watch mm-hmm. clips on Twitter. Yep. And on YouTube. Because we want to watch Everyone says it's without a doubt, no questions, Elizabeth Warren killed in this debate. Yeah. Everyone is counting her out. I do not know why. I don't think people are counting her yes, out. Yes, they are. But I think that people are just surprised by the results. By how how Caucus quickly. Caucuses don't mean anything. Okay. But she didn't come in in the top three for New Hampshire. No one cares. Why do you keep saying? What do you mean no one So when is it, when is it going when is it going to count? What state is going gonna, is gonna to count for you? You can't keep saying every single state doesn't matter. I know, but I just feel like there's a lot of we don't even realize how much we ebb and flow with the way that the media tells us to think about candidates. The past Certainly. couple of weeks, I've heard several people being like, mm, what's Elizabeth Warren doing? What Elizabeth Warren, what's she doing? She's fucking breaking her back. Yeah. Just the, the reason why you're asking where is Elizabeth Warren is because the media won't cover her. Yeah. Because they know that she's like. For you to just say because CNN, which you should not be getting your news from, and it has, does not have your best concern at heart, they are solely based on entertainment. The garbage that they put on their television makes me want to vomit. Just because MSNBC and CNN are not giving Elizabeth Warren her proper credit mm-hmm. does not mean that she isn't breaking her back and campaigning, going door to door, phone to phone, and is the most qualified, knows the most of the issues, actually wants for us to live in a society where our neighborhoods are safe, people mm-hmm. have jobs, people have health care, children uh, have good educations, moms are able to stay at home with their children for more than just two days after they give birth. Yeah, moms and dads. She wants to not see us just have a school to prison pipeline, but... Bloomberg comes in, drops what to him is like $10, and he's racist and sexist, and everyone's actually considering this. Like, honestly, if anything other than a progressive candidate comes from this primary, we deserve everything that's coming down this pipe. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm not counting her out. Um, That was very good. A lot of passion. Sorry, I just like don't I, understand why it's I so just hard ha- to vote for a woman. I know, and it, I, it just, it has been surprising. Was speaking of, we need to get our absentee ballots. Um, yeah, she's talking. She ain't been for nobody. Um, I think I was just so personally surprised because she was the front runner for so long to see the results come in as they've come in, and I'm. Yeah, maybe it has just come down that people really liked what she was saying, but then when it came down to actually voting, they couldn't vote for a woman or for a progressive woman. But I certainly agree with you that if anyone other than Bernie or Elizabeth Warren comes out of this as our candidate, I (sighs) will be at a loss. I mean... At this point, what's so frustrating is that for so long, Biden was the nightmare. Yeah. Like, the and idea, now like, I was, like if Biden were the nominee, I would vote for him, obviously. Yeah. But, like, he was, like, the nightmare. He was, like, the hold your nose and vote. Yeah. But now Bloomberg, like, Bloomberg, Bloomberg is, is like, actually a nightmare. It's literally between Bloomberg and Trump. Like, everyone just, like, fuck off. I know. And it's it's so, because I was listening to them talk, uh, the Daily Talk about, like, go into depth about Bloomberg and how 
much of how his money is like is just like uh an arse like how his money is like an AK forty seven and a knife fight. Yeah. Um and like an AK forty seven to a fist fight. Yeah. And like the things like that's re- that his biggest problems have been like the stop and first that people keep bringing up as they should. And for him to like his his half ass lame ass apology, which isn't even really an apology no. of he like how much he's applauding stop and first five years ago. Well, that was my point. Yeah. It's like Sorry. how he's like learned and changed. It's like that was five years ago, five like years ago. And yeah, you're a 70 year old man. You haven't changed. You still believe those things. Right. And like people don't get less racist as they get older. Right. And like Trevor Noah had a really good like a uh, little behind the scenes spiel that he was talking about. It's like it's not that he keeps apologizing that the stop and frisk policy um as a happenstance targeted black and brown uh people yeah. and what he doesn't realize is that the policy was designed that way he and does realize i mean it. he does realize it but like that's not what he's apologizing for right. and that's the problem right did you hear his comments yeah, about men in dresses no that's how he refers to transgender people when was that like a couple years ago and it's also what's also crazy is how people criticize elizabeth warren for being who being a a republican 40 years ago he was a republican five years ago no one talks about about that though yeah people are like oh she was a 40 year old republican yeah so how are you gonna go over her now it's like he is only a democrat so that he can run right now yeah because he's getting old he's gonna die soon yeah he doesn't want to run no, like Elizabeth Warren clobbered him in the debates. I love everything yeah, that she said about great. calling him out about the women that he's harassed in the yep, workplace and that has been the NDAs. NDAs. He even most recently said in these debates, "Oh, I made a joke." Yeah, there were some women who couldn't handle a joke. Oh, fuck off! How mate. many times have you been told that you couldn't handle a joke? He's a bellend. That's what he is. No, what you mean is that you worked with women who didn't let you bully them and harass yeah. them. Okay, yeah. cool. Like, guys, can we please, like, oh my gosh, like, conservative Democrats, fine, you won. I'll vote for Biden. Right. Like, but I feel like. But like, at that point, I don't even think Biden's going to be, like, Biden is not the front runner right yeah, now. Yeah, no, he's actually no one's. I feel like Pete Buttigieg would get it before Biden. I think so, too. So it's like, I mean, I guess we'll see what South, South Carolina's next, right? I think so. I mean, that's, I guess, the quote-unquote going to be the real big test because that's where but, the black voters are. That's what everyone keeps yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. And who they're going to vote for. No, South Carolina is actually huge. Maybe I say South Carolina is the first one that counts. Okay, But yeah. honestly, people, like, go, like, if you don't know about the candidates, if you don't know what they stand for, Elizabeth Warren wants to cancel student debt. She wants to give universal health care. Dara's really big she on that. She wants every mother and father uh, to have two months paid parental leave after they have the birth of their child. She wants to decriminalize marijuana. She wants to stop minimum sentencing. She wants to, you know, I'm not big on environmental, like I'm not very knowledgeable on it, but I know she wants to like not make sure our planet doesn't explode in 20 years. 
And more importantly, she actually cares about us and wants to listen. Even if you don't feel like where she stands is like absolutely perfect. She will listen to you. She is empathetic. She has credibility. She's honest. Like these are qualities that you want in someone who's going to be in the White House. You don't, you know, she's not driven by ego. She's not driven by vanity. She actually is a true public servant. And if there's any way that we're going to fix what is going on right now, because I know I am, I'm shutting the blinds right now with what's going on in the White House. Mm -hmm. I can't even look at it. It's just too much. Yeah. But if we're going to actually like have a country where we're like, we're supposed to be a developed modern Western country. Like, do you know how like far away we are from that? Like, we, it's just bad. It's just bad, and I think that everyone just needs to get involved. And really, if you're hesitant about Elizabeth Warren and you care about working middle class and expanding the middle class and you care about poor and working poor people, if you care about people of color, if you care about gay people, if you care about women's rights, and you're hesitant to vote for Elizabeth Warren, you really need to ask yourself why. You really need to ask yourself why you voted for John Kerry with no hesitancy for Al Gore with no hesitancy, but Elizabeth Warren, who's coming with it, you have a hesitancy to vote for her. You might want to ask yourself why. Amen. I agree with that. I also like to plug Bernie Sanders. Cause oh, I that's right. Okay. Yes. This Dara is the- like forgets that he exists. No, I don't forget. I've just been Elizabeth is my day. I think, one. Again, if all those things are important to you, like I think when it comes down to, I think, not to tell you how to vote but like i think your two candidates should be elizabeth or bernie yeah. and then if you're just split between those like i kind of am right now that you just need to like think about what's important to you and then take a, a serious critical look at what their platforms and what they they stand for but i i do think that when it comes to those two you really can't go wrong yeah i agree um and that any other choice is uh, poison for the country yeah kind of is like like and the thing is, is the last thing I'll say about it, all these things that like Bernie and Elizabeth were t- are talking about are actually not progressive causes in right. every other part of the Western world. Like yeah. paid leave, free health insur- care, yeah. free, free education. That's like, it's not radical. Like it's there are people the status who, quo. who would come and vote, who if they moved to this country would be Republicans and be like, oh, but wait, you guys don't do that. Yeah. Like we need to get those things established so we can move on to bigger issues. But yeah. We can't, if right. we don't agree that like we just shouldn't live in a rotting shit. Hole. Yeah. That's so true. That's it. That's all. So with uh, <sighs> that being said, it's time to switch it up. And our new segment, the second segment. Listen, part- we create segments. Segments. Just segments. We give just... you guys segments. We give you guys a whole show. Yeah. And this segment is called. How, how are you still famous? Like how? Literally how? Um, can you have my phone so I can look up this person's IMDb? Yeah. Actually, talk? I need to do that too. Uh, Wait, should there be like drum roll to like, who is the person that we are going to eviscerate? The person on the bullseye today is none other than Mr. Ben Affleck. Come on down. Come on Your down and is pay red the... Piper. We need to talk about this. We need to. We're about to really deep dive into Ben Affleck's career, and we're gonna ask the question: the How the hell question. is he still famous? 
Um, so one of the reasons we picked him though is because he, well, A has a movie coming out soon. I might go see that this week. You're gonna go see it. I might. You didn't go see the photograph, but you're gonna go see that movie. Uh, me and Ben have history. Oh, do you know? Well, he has a new movie coming out. What's it even called? Oh, uh, The Way Back. Okay, yes. And in promotion for that movie, he had a bit, this New York. I was I was gonna call it big, but it's really not because look at all these articles. They only hit half of the. They only hit at half of the issue. Right. He had this profile in the New York Times where he. You know, talks about his. It's a fluff piece, though. It, it it pretty much is. It's a fluff piece disguised as a raw and vulnerable mm. uh, profile. But he talks about his alcohol addiction, his divorce. God, he even in the rehab three times. I know. I forgot about the one in two thousand one. Yeah. Um, and his poor movie choices. How Wait, he's no. He went long. to rehab and then got with J Lo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. J- like, if he went to rehab in 2001, him and JLo got together after. Yeah, I guess so. She's such a forgiving queen. She is a forgiving queen. We love JLo. He's dead. Um, it, his, oh, yeah, how he's leaving the Batman franchise because it was a no bomb. one wanted him to be Batman. That no was, one, uh, no uh, one from the get wanted him to be Batman. I feel like that is so indicative of his career. Yeah. Like, him being Batman. That's indicative of his career. Him being cast as Batman and it bombing. bombing and everyone being like, from the get when he was cast, everyone was like, why? why? And now it go, it's going to like a man 30 years, his junior. Yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson's playing the new Batman. Yeah. Um, And the thing about Ben Affleck is that he's he lives in this world of like the Brad Pitt's and the Matt Damon's where he's kind of this last old Hollywood For figure. Sure. Like he, I would put him in And the it's class. why people, it's why his career has lasted this long despite the big failures For and sure. why people keep giving him all these chances and chances and chances. Well, people keep giving him chances and chances because this is what I'll Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why? What well, because cause he'll have 10 misses and then one huge hit. Yeah. Like, you and know, the hits are iconic. Yes. Like Argo, what's his big thing that exactly. has really kept his career alive? Yeah. Because he directed it, he wrote it, and then it won all these Oscars. Yeah. And he started picture. it. Yeah. Which is crazy because the movie's not that No, good. it's really not. Like, I saw that. I'm like, okay, cool. You um, put that many white men in a movie, Aaliyah, they're giving it the, a picture. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's just like math. Yeah. But he has also has all of these huge huge misses and oh, then on top of so the nice. like the personal the personal miss the personal we have to talk about yeah the personal because of the kind of celebrity that he has made himself the personal weighs so, so much into the professional and i think like and it's funny because i was kind of thinking that as i was reading this profile it's like obviously i'm aware of like the celebrity machine and what these profile pieces are used for but it was kind of like i was reading it and i was like Wow, this is just so weird. Like, this is, like, our, like, this is just how our, we promote movies now. Is that, like, he needs, he we, we, we demand of him to apologize. And um, I, I'm not criticizing it, but, like, oh. uh, we demand of him in order to see his movie is to apologize and to tell us about his darkest moments in his life. And, uh, and then we will decide if it's, if it's worthy enough of, than to go paying a $16 ticket, but it's because of the kind of celebrity he has made himself. Right. And which has started out this, as this, like, uh, boy next door, 
who yeah. writes this movie with his best childhood mm-hmm. best friend. Just a couple of bosses. Just a couple God, of bosses. Math ass. Yeah. How do you like them apples? Okay, that was bad. You park the car. That was that's terrible. Continue to go. Yeah. Um, you know, he wins an Oscar for Goodwill Hunting, and he just like him and Matt Damon skyrocket. And it was a beautiful thing. It was, it was yeah. I mean, it was cute. People yeah. loved it. Hollywood loved it. We ate it up. And yeah, he was certainly like American Pie. Yeah, but then like I mean, but then Hollywood opens the doors for Matt Damon and Ben Affleck after they win the Oscars like yeah. nothing ever before. Yeah, they really are given the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, and then he, the American Pie boy next door turns out to be really the boy from the wrong side of the tracks, mm-hmm. and he's got this darkness to him. And people are like, well, we really like a comeback. Yeah. And we want to root for him. Yeah. And so he messes up, and th- but then he cleans up, and we forgive him, and then he messes up again. And yeah. I guess the story is now is like, how many times can we look past like now that he's pushing 50 you mean yeah and like the headline of the of the article is like what is it oh he like stops drinking his pain away and learns to tell the truth i'm so happy that this 50 year old man has finally learned to tell the truth i know but i think like in terms of like he's dealing with his alcohol i know and that was the other thing that i just also don't think he needs a standing ovation exactly and there was i certainly a part of that i was empathetic with reading the article because Yes, alcoholism is a serious issue and he shouldn't be faulted for like struggling with it. Yeah, I'm sure. more faulting how many chances we've given him compared to female actresses who f- mess up. Yeah. Like I always just think of like Winona Ryder who stole something shoplifted her once, career never came back. And her career never came back. Yeah. And it's just like who was and she was clearly going through something. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the chances we give these white men for doing things that we would never even like that we that you wouldn't even forgive your father for doing mm-hmm. like we just like forgive and forgive and forgiving them so many chances and women like Lindsay Lohan like who, who could never I mean she's her own thing but yeah. like what but still that whole like you know she has had alcohol issues and like mm. we never let her forget it and like we don't give her chances to star in oscar bait worthy mo- yeah. movies even though in her prime she was very much applauded for her acting ability yeah. she wasn't just like a no teen. a great actress yeah actually. it's actually really sad yeah very good she actress. was a good actress yeah and pe- people really thought she's gonna be like what jennifer well not to go back to our people thought she was going was going to be this like huge huge star so it's not that i don't think people with addiction issues or family problems should be forgiven it's just like it's exhausting how often we have just like this this story and it's the same with justin bieber i like to tie all things together it's like the narrative of justin bieber's album that he's this changed man yeah. was the narrative of his last album. Yeah. And it was, was just like, last album purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Oh, he has That's found this purpose. Yeah. Now, now it's changes. Purpose. Like, and it's just like, uh, again and again, and it's like closure, closure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's like, no matter what I do. Yeah. I'm too big girls. Um, but can I, yeah. Interject for a second. I actually 
don't really see Ben Affleck that way. This is actually my conundrum with Ben Affleck, and I would love to have a meeting with him and his publicist. Sure. Call and, us. And actually his manager. Actually, all of them. His agent. In the room because oh, his agent for honestly, sure. Honestly, yeah. So this is why I, I would like to have a meeting with him, and I would actually say, Ben, I actually need you to stop this apology tour. Yes. Honestly, I have seen the words Ben Affleck and alcoholism in the he- same headline for the past two weeks. Yeah. Every it, alcoholism and Ben Affleck are starting to become synonymous. Mm-hmm. You do not want unless you plan on leaving Hollywood and starting <laughs> a rehab clinic, which I don't think you're doing. You need to stop that because he's telling everyone about it. I actually think that throughout the scandal of rehab and Jennifer Garner, he actually hasn't looked that bad. Yeah. The Jennifer Garner thing was the lowest point. Yeah. But honestly, he hasn't like gotten arrested. He hasn't crashed a car. He hasn't uh, been known to be a massive prick in Hollywood. He's not like he he doesn't have like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation like. I actually think that the road to redemption is that Ben Affleck thinks that he needs is all in his head. Yeah. I think that what the Ben Affleck that we want to see mm-hmm. is the Ben Affleck that was with Matt Damon. And I yes. um, is laughing, having a good time when Ben Affleck wants to be, he's very like charisma, like Cary yeah. Grant wishes. Like yeah. Ben Affleck is incredibly lovable. He's incredibly enigmatic. Ig- yeah, is that a word? Well, sure. He's just a like he's a true essence of a movie star. He's a Leo. He takes over. <laughs> yeah. So I say this to say that this apology tour and you telling us all about your like it's okay first off, I, you know what this profile in the new york times reminded me of that you fucked your nanny when you married a jennifer yeah. garner i forgot about that yeah. stop reminding me yeah. okay it's like you're trying to win me back but you keep reminding Remind me, me of all the, the time shitty. you left me on my birthday <laughs> to go like screw my roommate yeah. or something like, yeah stop talking about it yeah i did not i forgot about that yeah i forgot about his back tattoo i don't know if i am just like teflon for ben affleck but he's making himself look bad like Middle America doesn't know that much about his life. Right. As he thinks he does. Yeah. If he would just like do honestly the way back playing an alcoholic basketball coach is the last thing you should be playing. Yeah. But he was like, oh, it's therapeutic. Why do you want like, do you want to be this dark brooding artist? Are you like, because it's it not sort of seems working like he for does, you. Though. Though. But it's not working. And you know, and like, I agree with you and that should have been the tactic because th- you know what that tactic worked for? Brad Pitt. Who had a similar thing where he got a divorce from this woman that everyone loved. He had alcohol issues. There were abuse allegations. Really dark thing in the with the plane with Maddox and why Maddox won't even speak to him. Yeah, do you see Brad Pitt talking talking about about it incessantly? Talk no. a little bit about how he needed to calm down drinking. And that was enough. That's all we wanted to hear. All we wanted to hear was that you calm down. And you know what? Just sip. Just a sip. And now he's out here being he's juvenile. with the wife. He, he embarrassed in front of the entire Jennifer Aniston. I thought they were going to make out on the red carpet. Yeah. He's back. Yeah. He came back like dick swinging because he's brad pitt and he didn't he's not gonna let a little exactly. bit of bad press ruin 20 years of good press just keep your dick swinging yes yes just like 
like yeah, it's celebrity Brad right. Pitt came and gave the people what, what they, they wanted, wanted. Which, because th- guess what this is it's your job yeah it's kind I of this hear about it's kind of the same as like for anybody who if they have like an office job and you're going through like a terrible breakup do you go into your office job and cry to everyone around you people say no you suck it up you get through your nine to five and then you go home and you cry yeah. to your friends this is your job you do the pre- the press tour be charming be charismatic and then behind the scenes you can cry or do whatever you need go to therapy whatever but i certainly don't need to see it right but like nor do i want to so now that he's playing a alcoholic basketball coach all he's gonna be talking about for the next four weeks is his alcoholism and the fact that he cheated on his wife and left his her alone with their three children yeah that is gonna do so much wonders for your image yeah i cannot wait i'm so excited 2020 is Stop. Stop. And it's so funny. In this article, uh, they talk about how he has four movies coming out two this of this year. Two of them have already bombed. Which ones? The uh, one with Anne Hathaway, the Netflix movie on Netflix. It's on, it's on oh, Netflix. Oh, yeah. That's getting really bad reviews. The Joan Didion uh, yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I heard that's like getting terrible reviews. And then apparently. But a Netflix bomb is a net loss. Yeah, it, it is. But it, Trying but yeah, help. Right. Net, okay, Netflix bomb. What's yeah. the next one? There was one other one I can't remember. <laughs> right, you don't even know. Yeah, but but well, he one good thing he is doing is work with Matt Damon again. I, I think know. that'll help a lot. Think why, said, why did it take it so long to do that? I think well maybe because he was Matt going Damon through all that private matter. Like, you need to call me when you get your shit together. Yeah, that'd because be doing I. Him married a nice girl and have managed to stay a nice normal husband. Why don't you do the same? So I think we kind of have to talk about. Jen in a similar way that like Haley Bieber plays in Justin's life and his uh, press campaign. Yeah. The way that what Jennifer Gardner did for his career, you know, he you take it back to, yeah, post the first time in rehab, he gets engaged to Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. And it is this crazy thing this whirlwind I can't this like allowed that to happen. it's that wild this like this boy from Boston who yes had been in Hollywood for a long time but all of a sudden this is like 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 g- like greasing his hair back mm, self tanner so, using self tanner in music videos mm-hmm. kissing J- uh, JLo's ass mm-hmm. like it just felt it was just like so weird it at the time so weird. It's still weird to think that that ever happened. Kind of indicative of someone who doesn't know who they are. Yeah. It felt like someone who was manic Mm -hmm. and like had just gone. It was very depressed and is now like on a like. Let me try and be someone else. Yeah. Because who I am right now, I don't like it. So he gets, he goes and he gets almost, gets almost married to Jennifer Lopez. And then like, what didn't they break up like the week of the wedding? Or the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was like like something like yeah. that. Yeah. All of a sudden it's over yeah. after this like whirlwind romance where they're very public, extremely public. You could almost not almost tank both their careers. Yeah. Their relationship almost tanked both. They their make careers. that terrible movie Geely. Two. Geely and Jersey. And Girl. Jersey both Girl. Of them bomb. Both of them bombed. You could not go to a grocery store without seeing their faces on ten magazines. Yeah. So then that uh that career or that i don't know marketing plan yeah totally back back backfires on both of them and then he so he pulls a 180 and he goes and he marries jennifer gardner who really 
is yeah. the girl next door mm-hmm. really is american pie america mm-hmm. loves her she's absolutely unthreatening mm-hmm. she makes sweet films yeah and she's and then he's back at the baseball games wearing the boston yeah hat. it's simple it feels more natural it feels ap- it makes so much more sense yeah they go uh, they have but three. But she's kids. his antidote to the yeah. all the bad press. That's the thing. All the bad she press. She comes in as an antidote. Yeah. They get married. They have three kids. He's looking like a family man yes. again. He's looking just like sweet as a, as cherry pie. Argo is during this time. There's Argo. a lot of upticks in the career. It yeah. seems like he's like has balanced back. Like Matt's proud of him. Matt's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. You clearly are a star fucker. So at least you married like a nice normal celebrity. Yeah. Okay. I like Jen. Yeah, I like Jen. Jen can hang out with Lucinda. Mm. We're all on a double date. Let's yeah. go. Okay. We think we're good. We think we're we good. We think we're good. Jennifer thinks she's good. She certainly thinks she's good. We're not good. We're though. not good. We're not good. So they things start to spiral. Yeah. Uh, he has an affair on the nanny, which I literally forgot about. I forgot about that too. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, could you be a bit more quite creative? Like Jude Law. I know that's exactly what Jude I Law too. or uh, what's your, uh, Gwen Stefani's ex? Yeah. It God, wasn't quite like that. Men. Yeah. I know. I was actually surprised that Ben Affleck was so predictable. So predictable. Like, God, you guys, when you are about to do that do you think this is the lamest thing you're ever gonna do or is it just like yeah. or is this. it just a grand scheme of lame yeah. things that you do okay so then they get separated they're separated for like three years so there's like tense photos of them like out in public they're trying to co-parent jennifer garner is being awarded like a sainthood because yeah. she's literally looking off of their three looking after their three children as well as ben, taking care of him because while she, while she is trying to keep their house together he's falling off the wagon he's falling off the wagon dating the snl producer getting beer delivered to his house getting beer delivered to his house stumbling getting, around drunk um dating that playboy model right like oh literally yeah Oof, that was dark time like, yeah the back tattoo the back tattoo that he, then he lies about like bomb after bomb like his career is like I don't even know what's going on during this time. What's like IMDb like saying? Uh, I mean, I say this all to say that he still did not need to like go on this apology tour. Yeah. People still did not care. Ben Affleck was still not like a bad boy. He's still a huge. Yeah. Like he's, I mean, he's, oh, oh, I mean, when does Gone Girl happen? Gone Girl is a really important part. That really his helps career. his career. I feel like Gone Girl. Has he played himself an asshole? Yeah, exactly. Let's see. When does Gone Girl come out? It was just like a few years ago. Um, like, it came out in like 2015. So, I mean, now it's like five years ago. Right, so, yeah. Um, I mean, there are just so many random movies in his. IMDb. He has that movie with uh uh what's her name? Blake Lively. That you like that movie though? Wait, I haven't seen. It. Oh, the town. Yeah, the town. That movie's really good. I think he directed. He no, the town that. is considered a hit for him, is and I'm it? pretty sure he directed it too. Okay, IMDb is acting weird. No, the town oh, is where producer. I want him to like live. Yeah. Um. Okay. He has that. 
It's funny that oh, he... Oh, apparently the accountant did well. Yeah, apparently I did. I read that too. Gone Girl was 2014. Argo was 2012. So actually, in the town was 2010. So those are like some good years for yeah, him. Yeah, those are some good years. But, but then post Gone Girl, which is like probably like his high, he actually hasn't really had a hit since Gone Girl. No, he hasn't. Which is 2014. Yeah. Because then he becomes... Oh, sorry. I guess if you count the accountant, that was 2016. Um, but he becomes Batman, that bombs, that tanks, mm-hmm. and he he has to do Batman versus Superman, and he has to do Justice League. Oh, there was never really a Batman solo movie with him. He was supposed to direct it, but then then they decided to. Yeah, um, I think. He, well, he said that he would be miserable. Yeah, and he said a friend told him that he would he, drink himself to death yeah. if he had to do it again. Yeah, uh, deep and buried in here is a random movie in 2013 starring Ben Affleck and Justin Timberlake called Runner Runner. I saw that too and I was like, "Oh my god, why? Why? What about Live by the Night 2016?" Oh my god. I'm pretty sure he directed that too. Like like, oh, you know what? My favorite movie. He just saw that into you. 2009. Yeah. What I like to call ensemble cast. Okay, so he also did another director. He yeah, oh, he, his other failed uh, superhero movie, Daredevil. Yeah. Why did they think that? that oh, they thought they were gonna get a little like Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah. No. Um. So he did direct Live by the Night, and it made twenty two point seven million at the box office. What was the budget? It doesn't matter. They made twenty two million dollars right. at the box office. Terrible. Even if the budget was a million, which it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, right. He doesn't get out of bed for a million. Exactly. Well, actually, apparently he does. Um, but so, and, and oh, then... I'm sorry. I'm just, like, getting... Yeah. State of play? Why? Like, like what? The company men? What? Oh, my God. I watched a trailer for Forces of Nature, his movie. Like, that's the thing about him. He has really... He has so much potential. Does he? Yes, he does. He is a. I think he's a creator. He's he's an artist. Okay. I convince me. That's the turn of this. What? Well, uh, how is he so famous? I'm a Ben Affleck fan. I actually mm-hmm. see the best in him. Mm-hmm. He's very politically active. I mean, you're clearly the reason of why. Like, I think there are lots of people like you. Yeah. Like, I like his politics. I like how he supports, like, a lot of, like, Democratic progressive candidates. Yeah, and he I've heard him speak about some issues. I'm like, wow, you're not totally trash. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's a good guy. I That's the thing. I think that, like, but I don't want him to be one of these white men who I'm just, like, begging to be a good guy because I see it in him. I really do think he's a good person. And I do like when he directs movies and they're good and writes me when they're good. They're really good. Yeah. But then he does things, like, right out the gate after winning the Oscar for Good Will Hunting, does Forces of Nature. Is that the one with Mimi? No, that's the one with Sandra Bullock. And I, watched, oh, and I yeah. actually saw it in theaters, I remember, but I forgot what it was about. And so I watched the trailer for it the other day. The trailer was unwatchable. Like, he makes and so... It's so funny because in the, in, the, in the New York Times article, they ask him, because these four movies that they talk about that are coming out this year are kind of all over the place. And on paper, they don't make any sense of like why anyone would choose to do those movies. And they sort of ask him like... What is the thought, what process? Is your thought process? And he doesn't really have a have good answer. One. Yeah. So I like what is the thought process? First of all, 
Ben Affleck, no one on your stature needs to be making four movies a year. No You one. make one movie a year. Well, Nicole Kidman makes four movies a year. But we just talked about how she shouldn't be doing that either. Because she has a lot of just like random movies that come and go and no one freaking sees them. Yeah, but at least she has good taste. That's true. I mean, is should he do some like prestige TV show to get him back on track? I think that would be great. Are, are you joking? Should he do prestige television? I mean, yes. Yeah, but like... Yeah, but the thing is, is that I think from looking over the film choices that he's made and also the way that he really doesn't know what kind of celebrity he wants to be. Yeah, that's true. I think that, like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know if he wants to be Clint Eastwood. Right. He doesn't know if he wants to be Brad Pitt. Yeah. He doesn't know if he wants to just be this, like, normal, like, humble like boston guy yeah. it's like all over the place he's like torn between all and his worlds his career is just 25 years of throwing pasta <laughs> at the wall Sad, definitely. And at, yeah and at some point it's just like and i think that's why everyone was so happy with the marriage of jennifer garner because i think it was finally like we saw in that personal life decision him finally calming yeah. down yeah and I, we thought that would maybe also translate into good movie choices. Yeah. And it did for a while. Yeah. But now he's back flailing again. Yeah. And I think that, like, just to kind of, like, I was thinking about, like, the, his career trajectory and, like, Kira Knightley's. And I think the difference, which even though we did go through her uh, filmography and there were certainly a lot of questionable decisions, but I think the difference between, with like, her and him is that she is a lot of her failures are not to like feel bad for this like rich skinny white woman but a lot of her failures are because of what hollywood will and won't let her do yeah and his failures are what he won't let himself do he has every opportunity to make the movies that i don't uh, like he could do anything he could do anything yeah and for some reason he he won't, well, he won't pick the right thing. He's like, and like, I mean, if you look at his personal it's life. It's like a question of taste. It's very, self, well, question of taste and like self-sabotage. Yes. It's like. Oh, they're self-sabotage all, all over him. Up and through Yeah, there. no, no. It's one of the scariest things about him. Yeah. Because it, it kind of seems like if you knew him personally and he signed on, to, when he signed on to do Batman, I think if I knew him personally, I'd be like, why are you doing that, bro? It seems like something that you would not like. Yeah. I understand that the paycheck is huge and that your people around you are saying this is the key to back into middle America mainstream success. Yeah. But you're Ben Affleck. I wonder how much of that money he needed for his divorce, though. Oh, yeah, maybe. Seriously, it was right around that time. That's true. Oh, and good point. And with three kids, Jennifer Garner was like, oh, Nigga, I'm taking your money. Yeah. And then that bat yeah, and the Batman check, I mean, I'm sure such an obscene amount of money he got. Oh, obscene. Yeah. I would be that surprised if that League. didn't have something to do with it. But I just feel like he could have gotten a obscene amount of money somewhere else. Somewhere too. Else. Or just like pretended like he wanted to be Batman. I know. Because that was a big part of why no one believed him because like that those memes like when he was doing the press tour the like sad Ben Affleck memes all came out because he looked like someone was holding a gun to his head to do to make a bajillion dollars promoting a goddamn movie god that's always my freaking problem with celebrities that they're out here doing press tours acting like they're in the coal mine trenches it's like you don't know what it's like to go to a job that you don't like 
and they act like they, right. like they act like it's just exactly. so freaking hard yeah to go and turn on some charm yeah god so sick and of like it. getting casted in a superman movie is so paint by numbers yeah. it's like this is laid out for you like the press was like laid out for you he's someone who could do well to disappear for a while definitely because what are the other so the first two have already come out is the way back the third film he has coming out this year yeah and, and then do you know off the top of your head the fourth is because it's the matt damon movie oh that's already coming out it has not come out yet I mean, it's, it's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like oh year. yeah, Christmas time, right? Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're planning on it for putting it to be a huge a movie. lot of my eggs in that basket. It's not going to be good. Ben and Matt together again. Mm-mm. It's not going to work. Why? If uh, it's good, it will. It could be good. Yeah, I guess they. I think they're writing it too. Yeah, they are. Okay. Okay. I'll give it some. I'll give it a chance. I'll. Okay. I will say this. I will say this about Ben Affleck, and I will stand by it. If by the end of this year, if that Ben Affleck or Matt Damon movie and him come out and it's not amazing yeah. and it's not Oscar buzz, then I am putting the kibosh on him. I don't know if you I think what we've learned, though, is that you can't really he's almost it. too big to fail. Like, I mean, but, but like, you can't really put the kibosh on him. He's going to continue to make movies and people are going to c- continue to talk about them when yeah. they come out in the headlines. I think people are certainly more interested in his personal life than his movies at this point. Yeah. But I do think that there's just always going to be a faction of Hollywood and America that's just going to care about him. Yeah. And I do think, I don't know if this movie's going to be it, the one with Matt Damon's going to be it, but I do think, like, he throws pasta at the wall, but... Like, he's got another hit. Yes. He throws pasta at the wall, something's going to stick. Yeah. That's true. So, we'll see. So in the meantime, he just gets to like keep making like all these movies, yeah. like don't make money and don't do anything critically. And uh-huh. just like, I mean, there are worse people that that happens yeah. to than him. I just like really want him to like really like think about it. Like he gets so many scripts and has access to so much. It's like, yeah. just like think about really like what story you want to tell people. Right. Let's so like basic acting one oh one. What and again? I'm gonna go back to this, like this idea that like this is your job. You don't actually have to be happy, but I do think you have to pretend to be happy in front of the cameras. Yeah, like I, I am sorry. Like this depressed, like aged it's, Ben Affleck is like a real boner killer. It's huge, and that's like, and like that's the thing is like Brad Pitt knows his bread and butter is it's, that he is. Yeah. That women want to, like, be with him. Yeah. It's like, and he's like, nobody wants to fuck sad Brad. Yeah. Nobody. So it's like, Ben Affleck, please. Just go, like, do your job. He needs to, like, go on Ellen. And I never say that. Oh, actually, he was on recently, and it was dark. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was depressed. He looked depressed. I mean, I know when you say stand in your truth. I know. And Ben, I want you to stand in But if in you your can't, truth. then you need to take some time away. That's what I, yeah. That's what it is. It's take like, mental I, leave. I know. I, I, I don't want you to get the impression that I'm like, dance for me, monkey dance. Yeah, but. But it's more like, okay, if you don't want to dance, can you like go cry in your mansion yeah. alone? Yeah. Because there's other people who actually do want to dance. Yeah. 
And I just like, I just feel like we haven't been through enough and you haven't given me enough in the past five years for me to want to cry with you. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. A celebrity getting the world to cry with them, it takes a lot. And yes. you don't have that capital with me, and my friend. Right. And it's like, if anything, we should be crying for Jennifer Garner. And right. yet, and like, but whenever you see her, she's baking and happy. Yes. <laughs> Going yeah. to church with her family. Right. Dragging your ass out of bed. Seriously. Not expecting anyone, like, not singing, like, like, he has got the tiniest violin playing for him. And, like, really, it's at all times. Yeah. And it's like, she's over here with her, like, head up. Because women for you. All right. Yeah. I think he wants to paint himself as this, like, tragic artist. Yeah. And it's like, you don't make good movies for us to do that. Yeah. You were in Armageddon. Yeah. You were in Geely. Seriously. And Jersey Girl. Yeah. Okay. So okay, so like leave I kind of eviscerated like, your career. Yeah, damn. I I wanted to end on like I was trying to like have it end on a more positive note when I was like talking about being a fan, but you were not gonna give me that validation no, today. Nope. But, but I, like, I, I really need you to make good choices. Make good choices, forward. everybody. And really just like like the same invitation that went out to Kennedy also goes out to you. You want us to send us a script. We will read it and we'll let you know. No, we're past script. I need to be in that meeting. I want yeah. the meeting with the publicist and mm-hmm. him. Like, I really do. And, like, talk to, like, famous friends. Like, listen, I don't know. Maybe he likes Maybe he likes that he's always fighting for a comeback. Because he fancies himself an underdog when he's really not. Maybe he likes this foiling and fail 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 yeah, he's self-sabotaging himself constantly all right that's My it turn. for us and uh i'm sorry ben affleck i hope we didn't read you too well much. i definitely think we overthought that <laughs> oh we overthought that thank you for listening to an episode of we might be overthinking this but if ben's not drinking he's drinking now yeah um no i'm just kidding uh wish you all the light and love no, on okay. your journey yeah, and your course. sobriety of certainly course. keep that up um we're not trying to get canceled dara god jesus christ um i'm your host alia rahim i'm your host dara all right we'll see you next week see you next week